Right now, weeds everywhere are shaking in their roots. Because right now at the Home Depot, the full lineup of Roundup weed and insect killers is now up to 20 bucks off. The more you buy, the more you save. Time to stock up. From front yards to flower beds, weeds are headed your way, which is why you should be headed our way. Today is the day for doing, with up to 20 bucks off Roundup products. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. While supplies last, selection varies by store. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back. Happy New Year to you as well, recording in the year 2019. Um, Welcome to your one-stop shop for true crime stories, horror news, and real-life tales of the unexplained monsters at midnight, brought to you by the Zima Podcasting Network. I'm your host, your favorite escaped madman, loose on the airwaves, terrorizing your eardrums, Matt Schaefer. And joining me, as always, is the illustrious Groovy Goulet, Goulet rather, uh, Joel and Dormady. How are you tonight? Pretty damn dandy. I think uh, I think this is going to be a fun, gruesome episode. Yes. Super gruesome. Gruesome episode. Episode. Um, <laughs> and of course, the doctor himself uh, working his magic in his laboratory. 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 Jesus. Boy. This is going to be one of those episodes. Yeah. It? We're um, speaking the best words. <laughs> pulling the switches, flipping the knobs knobs flipping those knobs and coursing electricity through this show we've got graham zima off in the corner he's doing spooky hands (laughs) (laughs) god i hope the mics picked that up oh me too yes welcome back we are very happy to have you it's been feels like forever ago that we recorded january has been a slog it finally snowed yeah way Uh, too fucking much a lot it's supposed to snow more tomorrow yeah um, and you warmer states probably do not care. One apparently it was snowing in Arizona. They have heard. heard about that. And I'm sure Fuck they up. shut down school and everything. <laughs> so that's how I when I went to Arizona, they have to like close roads and shit any time it snows because no one knows how to handle it down there. It's true. Um, it's January. Our uh, January episode of Monsters of Midnight. As always, check out all the other creamy content that Zima Podcasting has shot in your face. Um, (laughs) Preferably on ZimaPodcastingNetwork.com. Most of the shows are also on Spotify, and you can find us on iTunes and Spreaker.com. But not Spotify, because copyrights. Yes, you can't find Monsters of Midnight on Spotify, but you can find most other Zima Podcasting shows on there. And we're on iTunes and Spreaker and the website. So... Let's God, dive right in. Let's huh? dive right in. Bolt your doors, lock your windows, and turn out the lights. Monsters and motherfucking midnight rides again for the month of January. Motherfucking. And be, before, speaking of, before we go uh, deep into our topics, I have a couple of uh, news-related things to talk about on the show. First things first, if you follow myself and JoLynn on social media, you will realize that there are official rules for the Monsters yeah. of Midnight drinking game, courtesy yeah. of Jolin. The official are rules indeed. are as follows. Drink every time we say motherfucking. So Dose, right there. Dose. Already have, well, three, I guess. 
If, they, um, if you count the rules, reading. Trace. Uh, take a drink every time someone apologizes. <laughs> someone. <laughs> well, it's because on that episode, you were apologizing a bunch, too. So I was like, okay, well, usually it's me, but we're both doing it. So now someone. Nice. Every time Matt burps into the mic, we already have that one. Yeah, so we had one. Y'all are set this evening. Every time Jolyn boos. Oh, I might have already done that. I don't think you booed yet. Not yet. Just Unless wait, you booed kids. The snow. Uh, might take a shot of your favorite liquor whenever we mention Rob Zombie. This does not count. Ooh, I wonder uh, if it'll come up later. Mm, take a probably. shot when we mention Bloody Disgusting. Take a shot when someone gets fired on air. <laughs> take a shot when Jolyn tells someone to suck her dick. Oh, no. Oh, that's going to happen a lot tonight. <laughs> and have of fun, course, kids. you have to finish your drink whenever we have to Google something. <laughs> um, I think I added that one because I thought it was funny. It's a pretty solid list. Uh, play along at home. Let us know how it goes. Um, I get you motherfuckers drunk. <laughs> um, it says motherfucking. I'm brought motherfucker it to probably any that counts. any variation on motherfuck. Yeah, it counts. <laughs> um, Take that fucking drink. But Matt, you say at your device you are listening to us on. How can we let you know how blackout shit face drunk we got uh, oh, yeah. recording or listening to your show? Well, I'll tell you, I've created uh, a fan approachable email address for the website uh or for not for the website for the podcast oh my god i hope people utilize this please utilize this this is gonna be um, so fucking fun it's 2019 i'm hoping to push the show in exciting directions i would like to uh uh, bring on some more guests and bring uh do some interviews yeah and i also want to reach out to our fan base as not to gloat we are one of the larger shows on the network the web or the address for the email is monsters.midnight, spelt M-I-D-N-I-T-E, because the other domain was already taken. Fair. At gmail.com. Once Woo. again, that's monsters.midnight, spelt incorrectly, <laughs> at gmail.com. Have you ever had a topic you want to hear us discuss on air? Are you someone interesting that you think is worth talking to? Have you ever written any erotica of me and Joel Lynn running a train on Danny Elfman? Oh, my we God. We want to hear it all. <laughs> if nobody has, you need to, and then if send someone, me that immediately. someone writes erotica and sends it to us, I promise you I will do an on-air reading of it. I promise Fuck. you. Yes. Yep. Yep. So we want to hear from you. Monsters at Midnight wants you. We want your souls. I was trying to think out of some sort of horror good. movie reference. Once again... Contact us, monsters.midnight, spelt incorrectly, at gmail.com. And the spelt incorrectly isn't part of the address, but I think you get the picture. Sure, um, got it. We're going to move on to uh, the regular, your regularly scheduled program now. Woo! Our feature, feature presentation. All right. I actually um, have that as a ringtone, but I'm not going to. And I love it. you for it. Woo! Um, <laughs> everyone's favorite funny guy turned scary man. Jordan Peele. Scary man. <laughs> it's coming. Scary man. It's one word, oh, like okay. Madonna. Uh, Jordan Peele is coming out with a new feature film on March, yeah, March 22nd, entitled Us. The premise of the film is husband and wife Gabe and Adelaide Wilson take their children to their beach house, hoping to spend time with friends. Their serenity soon turns to tension and chaos when a group of strangers arrive. Uh, 
teaser trailer. Actually, no, it was more like a full trailer. Yeah, was it was released not trailer. too long ago for Jordan Peele's Us. Um, and it's not only strangers arrive, they're doppelgangers. This and they're super of, creepy. This group of people that very strongly with some uh, alterations to their appearance that um, mimic the appearance of the family. And it looks like all chaos ensues. So, Jolyn, what were your thoughts on the trailer for Jordan Peele's Us? Well, I love the like soundtrack and the sound design they used. It was super fucking creepy. And like, honestly, that alone, if I was like listening to it by myself late at night, I would be totally creeped out for the whole evening. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really good. And uh, let's see, I like the the kind of um, John Carpenter's The Thing vibes, you know, because yes. the whole like. You know, they look like us, and who who's real, who's not. I, but I don't know if that's going to be, like, a plot point or not. Because they do mm-hmm. look a little different. So I'm yeah. not sure if that's really going to be a thing. And also, like, I was getting the vibe that um, they each have to defeat their own doppelganger. Mm-hmm. And that seems really cool and interesting and, like, a really fun little thing that might be, uh, might be happening. Um, yeah, I also... Uh, I was watching this video from Insider, and it was like delving deep into the Us trailer, and I got so bored so fast because it's like nine (laughs) minutes long, and they just they delve right into like everything. They're like, "Well, what could this mean? This could mean a thing." Yeah, I love those videos. (laughs) I do like the thing is, it's like some of it was really interesting, and I was going to talk about a little bit of it, but I'm just like, "Meh, just fucking go on YouTube, watch the thing." Um, Mm -hmm. But from that, I did learn that uh, because I haven't really been watching any interviews about it or anything. So the monsters are, are called the Tethered. Okay. Um, and I guess like that gold pair of scissors is their, uh, is their weapon of choice. Gotcha. So that's why that's a thing. And they all, for some reason, wear one driving glove and I don't know why, but, um, maybe they're golfers. Hip. <laughs> maybe that. Um, golfers. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it could be a thing. Um, and yeah, so it, it's, it seems like it's going to be really fucking good. Um, I'm already really creeped out by just the trailer so i have a feeling this could be one of those movies that i have to watch with like my eyes covered half the time so in other dudes i'm a big baby <laughs> what what did you think of the trailer matt um i thought it was great <laughs> i haven't watched it since like it was first released and that was back in december right? yeah so yeah. i'm a little rusty on it right now i do remember it looking pretty damn incredible they're trying to get in creepy um oh that's horrifying Graham, it was your turn to board up the windows. I, I hope you did that. Thank you for laughing. Um, <laughs> I think I think it's uh, it's gonna be a very. A v- I was wor- worried that uh, not worried per se, but I was hoping that Jordan Peele would do something different than the sort of socio political nature of Get Out and yeah. its uh, commentary and satire and stuff, and. Uh, Given the trailer, I mean, I'm sure more will be revealed co- when you actually watch the movie. Given the trailer, it looks like he's going just to freak you out. Yeah. And that's really admirable. Um, again, think it's a- freaking wild that Frickin'? he... I, that one, yeah, that one got stuck in me a little <laughs> bit. Um, I think it's absolutely wild that he's sticking with horror as the genre oh, yeah. that he wants to write and direct, but good on him. Um, yes. He's fucking great at it. I don't blame him. The tethered, as uh, you mentioned, look absolutely terrifying. The a lot of it looks like it's going to be a very suspenseful, harrowing film. Um, the trailer itself is cut very beautifully to mm-hmm. uh, 
uh, vibe on it or something like that. I, I got five on five it. Five on it, yeah. Yeah. It's about drugs or oh, yeah, something, whatever the about kid the says that in the trailer. I also um, love his little Jaws t-shirt Oh in yeah, the trailer. That's right. It was so fucking cute. I'm um, like, yeah. I could be wrong, but is the guy who played the TSA agent in uh, Get Out playing the father? Oh, I don't know. Finish your drink, y'all. Oh, yeah, he's about to Google something. (laughs) Here we fucking go, kids. Here we fucking go. (laughs) Winston Duke appears to not be that person. He was in... Black Panther. Okay. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I actually kind of knew that. I think because of the Insider video. Well, so, there you go. Yeah. I didn't see know that. that. I've never seen Black Panther or the latest Avengers movie. Yeah, I actually haven't either. I know it's blasphemy. I Sorry, just, listeners. <laughs> blasphemy. You know who? You, what show you're on, right? That's fair. <laughs> but I mean, like, Black Panther, every time I tell anybody, like, yeah, I haven't seen Black Panther, they're always like, who? What? Well, if you are diehard fans of the network and have been around since day one with the Movie Madness podcast, I'm sure you all know how me and Graham feel about the Marvel franchise. Yeah, well, I don't give a goddamn fuck. Oh, there you go. Add, add Joel into the list. Yeah. That's another one. <laughs> We're coming around. Um, no, yes, I'm 100% on board uh, with Jordan Peele's Us. Again, with uh, what you brought up, uh, allusions to the thing. Mm-hmm. Um I, just, I figured you'd be into that. It looks like a very thoroughly creepy, uh, potentially like body horror type film, and mm-hmm. I'm all about it. Uh, also, since Jordan Peele has proved to be a very smart writer too, I'm I'm intrigued to see if, uh, if there's any sort of commentary or underlying meanings with. I have a feeling us. there probably will be. I would imagine, but maybe it's just not quite at the forefront like it was in uh, Get Out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Jordan Peele's Us will be coming to theaters. March 22nd, if uh, you are able to go by sou- to South by Southwest, you can catch it on March 8th. Oh, shit. So there we go. Not one of those people, but that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, speaking of upcoming movies and teaser trailers released, Out of the Blue, accompanied with a like 20-second long teaser trailer, it was announced that Ivan Reitman's son, Jason Reitman... So He's the dude from like Arrested Development, right? I have no idea. Fuck. Oh, uh, Finish your new drink. I was going to say, we can't, we, can't, we can't count that one. I hope you just got it just fucking happened. poured yourself a new old-fashioned, because now you have to finish the entire thing. No, is that Jason Bateman? Is that one thing? I think it's Jason Bateman. Okay, yeah. So I, I didn't even Google it, so All it doesn't right. count. Don't finish Don't your finish drink. finish your drink. Anyway. Um, Jason Reitman's going to be directing a new Ghostbusters movie connected to the original franchise whereas uh, of course the 2015 2015 2016 might have been 2016 the all female ghostbusters Ghostbusters reboot um it uh, has been said that while no cast or plot has been announced that they will be continuing the original franchise with, of course, Bill, Mer- Bur- 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 Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> Ivan Reitman, who directed the original two, is going to be producing this new film directed by his son. Jolyn, I don't... And for any of you that don't know, and most of the people that listen to us feel like... I feel like they know me pretty well. Ghostbusters is in my top ten favorite movies. I don't know what your thoughts are on Ghostbusters. But I wouldn't say top ten, uh, but I mean, I I loved them. They were really good, you know. 
Sorry, <laughs> had beer in my mouth. Um, well, what yeah. are your thoughts on uh, this new Ghostbusters sequel? I have two very strong, slightly uneducated opinions. So here we go. Um, first, like, just... Okay. First two Ghostbusters, really fun movies, really good. Why the fuck do we need new ones? Mm-hmm. Like, why, what... Ugh, I just, I don't feel like we needed the all-female version, but I have a, an opposing opinion that I'm going to talk about in a second about that. <laughs> but I also don't feel like we need a continuation because it was like... And I don't know. I guess it's like the age of nostalgia and everybody's like fucking going back to shit and remaking stuff and blah, blah, blah. But like, I don't know. So that's that's one strong opinion. The other strong opinion I have is that like, well, Leslie Jones is all pissed that they're making this movie. And I kind of get it because a lot of the backlash. The thing is, like the backlash that the, the remake got wasn't even about it being all female but i some of it very definitely was though. yeah yeah well and that's okay and then this is Which my is absurd this is my other rant i'm just like you still have the original movies just True. fuck off yeah, fuck, don't, yeah like let women have their ghostbusters movie suck my fucking dick like just do the fucking oh shit <laughs> just, <laughs> just like i don't know I'm just like, remake fucking everything with women. Who gives a shit? You still have the originals. Like, I'd fucking watch, like, a fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie with, like, an all-female family. Watch mm-hmm. the fuck out of that. I'd watch, like, fucking... And they just did Ocean's 8 with yeah. Sandra Bullock and... Yeah. Someone else. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> I didn't see it, so... Well, and that's the thing, too, is this is why my opinion's kind of uneducated, is because I haven't seen the all-female Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. And I've admittedly been kind of avoiding it because it's like, I don't want to just like this movie because it's an all-female cast, even though I have a feeling that might be why I like it already, mm-hmm. you know? But it's like, you know, if I hate it, I'm also going to be like, well, shit, this is an all-female cast. And now it's just like another reason for people to be like, oh, well, women fucked up Ghostbusters, so bleh. But on another note, bleh. <laughs> um, I was reading this article by, I think, Forbes... And they were just kind of arguing that sequels in general, um, like continuations, but like how Halloween was a continuation, Halloween 2018, or like Evil Dead was a continuation, or um, even like Blade Runner 2049, those were all continuations, they weren't remakes. Those tend to be more successful than Mm -hmm. um, reboots, or like remakes. Yeah. Um, And that I I can get behind, because I do kind of hate remakes in general, Mm -hmm. because it's like, it just seems like a... I don't know. Sometimes it seems like a waste. Like when they remade Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I was like, we, we, didn't, we didn't ask for this. We yeah. wanted this, you know? Well, to me, I'm not 100% against remakes as long as you bring something new to the table. Yeah. I and totally from what I that. understand, I haven't seen the 2016 Ghostbusters either, not because it's all women, which I really had to clarify when it first came out. Um, when I saw the trailer, I didn't think the movie looked funny. I didn't yeah. think any of the jokes worked. I thought there were... And again, basing this off a trailer, so I could be way off base, but given the critical response, I don't think I was. I mean, a lot of even like feminists that I know were not big fans of this movie, but also a lot of women did really like it, so anybody talking shit can fuck, fucking fuck off. Just fuck off. Anyway, I'm just ahead. saying, um, in the... <coughs> so many opinions. Me. Based on the trailer... For the original, uh, or the original, the remake of Ghostbusters, I didn't think any of the jokes landed. I didn't think there was any sort of tangible chemistry between the new four uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah. I thought the special effects looked like garbage. Yeah, and I know, of course, a lot of the 
a lot of the special effects in the original Ghostbusters don't hold up. Yeah, but, but there are some. The 80s. There are some that really still do hold up, mm-hmm. and this just like uh, the all the CGI showcase in the trailer looked like garbage. Also, like, I was reading that they're like bad for CGI. Even. Yeah, their budget was like fucking ginormous too, from what I heard. Before, I think well, it's Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters can land those giant budgets yeah that movie tanked too as uh, as a result of it um i was going somewhere with this um i don't remember do you have anything else you would like to say i just like i guess i just got mad about it because it's just like i mean if this was what was originally made if this was their original plan was to just make like a third one and then that was the movie we got and that was it Mm -hmm. fine or if we just got the all-female one fine but i'm just like Obviously, this looks like they're just trying to, like, cover up that they just totally fucked up that remake. Even though that's, like, they're not relative. They're totally two different things and two different storylines, totally separate and everything. But it's just, like, it looks bad. And so, like, I don't really fucking... I don't blame people for being pissed. Yeah. Like, uh, Leslie Jones. I don't blame her. I think she said something like... uh, this sounds like something Donald Trump would do. And I'm like, that seems a little excessive. Um, Cause it's like, it's like the same way I feel Only about McDonald's was the car- catering. Oh God. Hey, topical. <laughs> I know news. But uh, like, it's the same way I feel like if they decided to make a fucking female version of everything, which I'm like, fucking do it. Great. The old one still exists. I kind of feel the same way about them doing this now. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, they'll, there'll be a third ghostbusters movie but we still have the all-female one for the people who did like that one so it's like whatever but i just who asked for this who asked for so many fucking ghostbusters movies all of a sudden this well this is my this is part history lesson for those of you that don't know and aren't a ghostbusters freak like i am and the other part my opinions on this new movie happening um ghostbusters 3 was always a dream Dan Aykroyd had wanted to realize mm. since the 90s. Okay. Ghostbusters 2 famously underperformed in comparison to the original. I remember liking the sequel. I don't really remember much about I it. I like but... Go- I haven't seen Ghostbusters 2 in a long time, but I like it. But there's no, no denying that it's very much like the same movie. Like, they're underdogs at the beginning. And they have to prove themselves, even though, like, New York should remember, like, what happened the yeah, last right. time and then there's the heroic finish which isn't nearly as cool as it is in the first film yeah. um but that being said dan Aykroyd always wanted to help or always wanted to get a ghostbusters stream made he wrote, co-wrote the first two with harold ramus uh rest in peace i'm sure harold ramus would have helped in the writing process in fact i think they had a third script written where the ghostbusters were just going to some sort of hellish dimension Mm -hmm. um bill murray has always been the stick in the mud when it comes to the franchise because he was bitter with the way ghostbusters 2 performed and turned out this is a little bit fair maybe and etc etc bill murray in general just seems like a grumpy dude as much as i like him i can relate. um i can relate okay, uh, i guess i'm not a grumpy dude anyway so for years and years and years um well depending you keep asking enough people to suck your dick yeah who um, knows? years and years and years they dan Aykroyd wanted to go with sponsors three my big theory is harold ramus passing away and i believe 2013 at this point kind of 
shook everyone up and they said, okay, Ghostbusters 3, bad idea. New one, good idea. Yeah. And then that movie tanked really hard for a myriad of reasons, apart from it being not cheap. Um, my theory now... Well, actually, it's not my theory now. I I don't I don't know why all of a sudden they're doing an original sequel now though. Yeah. Um, my theory on what it'll be is probably Dan Aykroyd and maybe Ernie Hudson being mentors to new younger Ghostbusters. Well, was, and if Bill yeah. Murray makes an appearance, big if he'll probably have a minor role. I was, um, I hope Sigourney Weaver comes back though. If they yeah. get more of the original cast back. I was reading about it, and it sounded... Well, I guess because I didn't watch the teaser trailer. Did you? The teaser trailer doesn't say anything. It's just a, it's a creepy barn in the woods with some of the original music. Okay. And then uh, like a tarp blows off of the back of the Ecto-1 Ghostbusters car, and it just said summer 2020. Interesting. Okay. Well, from what I was reading, it sounds like it's like following a group of like kids. Mm. Um, I don't know if they're like teenagers or kid kids, yeah. um, but then like, I don't know if they call upon the old Ghostbusters or what, but uh, maybe that in that aspect, it could be really cool and interesting because it's like, you know, mm-hmm. a, a lot of people who liked Ghostbusters liked it when they were young, yeah. you know, so it's like maybe that it'll reach a new younger audience and that could be kind of fun and then it'll give parents an opportunity to like show their kids like... This is, you know, this is a movie that I really liked when I was a kid. Yeah. And it came out back when I was a kid. You yeah. Know? So I don't know. Could be cool. I'm just like, I don't know. Fucking remakes, reboots, all the fuck over the place. And I just, mm-hmm. like, to me, it'd be like fucking doing this with like Back to the Future. Yeah. Because I feel like we got enough out of that and mm-hmm. we don't really need that. That's and- a, that's the thing. Yeah. Is my thoughts on this movie being made, I'm going to reserve all full judgment until a first trailer drops, and then I'll actually decide if the movie's worth my time or not, because that's right. what I did with the 2016 Ghostbusters. I was intrigued. I was going to give it a fair shake. But the thing is, I'm probably still going to see that the the remake that they did with all women, because I'm yeah. like, I, I should. I shouldn't yeah. avoid it. I've I'm, been avoiding it. The timing of... Ooh, sorry. The timing <laughs> of... the Oh, and that's a sip or something because i said oh yeah apologized. We, oh yeah um go. timing seems poor because whether it's just to, it's to make amends with the fact that the remake underperformed or it's an apology for them doing it with all women it, the timing of it just seems tasteless yeah and, and the fact that uh they're like promising to bring it back to the original just seems a little hokey and like it, yeah, with the with that vibe, it does kind of make it just seem like they're just like, hey, remember that all female Ghostbusters? Well, fuck that. Let's try yeah. again, huh? And that's the thing is, um, and but like that being said, I'm still open to see what they can do with it. It's if they do get some of the original cast back, I'm I'll be intrigued. I'm a fan of the series, and I I am curious to see. Since this whole thing is totally, there's no one. I didn't expect to get another Ghostbusters movie for a while because the last one bombed. Yeah. The fact that there's one coming out within four years is a little surprising to me, and I, it has my attention. I I'll suppose. say, good, yeah. good or bad, any, Same. in between, it has my attention. Um, so next summer, be on the lookout for Jason Reitman's Ghostbusters three. 
I guess, yeah. Ish. Three-ish? <laughs> Three-ish. Um, moving completely away from the realm of upcoming movies, we're going to talk getting about... Getting gruesome. We're getting gruesome. <laughs> uh, if any of you are squeamish, which if you're listening to the show, I don't know why, because I'm always talking... We're always talking about horror movies and cum in Lots some of sort of way, so... Lots of um, euphemisms in the show. If you are... Uh, well, if you... I guess trigger warning, even though that's... Uh, misused a lot uh if you have problems with uh true crime stories or any violence, sort of like vi- real life violence uh now's the time to maybe tune out and come back later when we talk about uh, how netflix is taking over the world um <laughs> we're gonna uh dissect uh, uh true crime stories since it's been a while since we've even remotely discuss true crime on the show. true. I don't think I've even, uh, I don't think I was even on the show. Even though I always say it in the intro. Yeah, it's coming back. When I remember back. how the intro grows, goes. <laughs> All the um, words. <laughs> so many words. We have the best words. Words are hard. We, we have the best <laughs> words. Um, we're going we're gonna to be dissecting a true crime story. Ew, dissecting. That, Ew. <laughs> that you know, I did that when I, I went to the ghost concert and the man passed away at it. My, I made a post with the pictures I took at the concert saying, even though the show was cut short, Ghost killed it, and I'm dying to see them again. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> and I didn't even oh. think, I just posted it, didn't even think anything oh, of it. Oh, no, like, I thought oh, you did it on purpose. No, oh, <laughs> like, no. Oh, a man is dead. Oh, it's fucked up. Many men are dead. Oh, Such is the oh, case shit. in our true crime story of the day, which a lot of you on the internet will probably recognize as one lunatic one ice ice pick. This took place in 2012. More accurately, this is the story of the case of Luca Magnotta murdering Chinese international student Lin Jun. Who was supposedly an ex-boyfriend. Supposedly, wow, you've done far more research on this. Oh, than I, I, have. I delved deep. I delved so deep. Which reminds me, um, the, only, the reason why we're talking about this, since it's a couple of years old now, this took place in 2012. The reason we're uh, covering this says my co-worker Afra thought it would be a great uh, topic to talk about on the show so that's where you guys can come into play again remember that email I said monsters.midnight spelt incorrectly at gmail.com if you have anything you would like us to analyze or discuss or that erotica shoot us an email um, so thank you Afra for giving me this wondrous gift of Real life violence. Yeah, it's revolting. Um, Luca Magnota, do you have a backstory on him? I will basically. I'm gonna give the the cliff notes of the crime, and since you've done more research, I'll I didn't actually. I didn't look into him much because. Okay. Well, I'll talk about how best Gore described him, and that's pretty much that was enough for me. Gotcha. I'm like, hmm, I don't think I want to know this guy. Okay. So, um, Joe, I'm gonna give the cliff notes of the story. Jolyn is gonna, uh, and I are gonna delve deeper into it afterwards because Sholin probably ha- definitely has done more research and I'll just tag along and pretend like I know what's happening. It's okay, you know. Um, Luca Magnota teased for several days before May 25th, 2012 that he was going to be uh-huh. some sort of murder video. Shit, I didn't know that. That's deep fucked web. up. Aha. <laughs> yeah, see, here Thank we go. Thank you, Wikipedia. Um, so on May 5th, 2012, an 11-minute video titled one lunatic, one ice pick was uploaded to bestgore.com, depicting a naked male tied to a bed frame, being repeatedly stabbed with an ice pick and a kitchen knife. 
then dismembered, followed by acts of necrophilia. <laughs> and at one point, he hacks off a part of the the body of Lin Jun and feeds it to his dog. Well, the that's a little it's a little different than that. But I, dude, what he does is he cuts off a little ju- chunk of butt cheek and then he eats it, and that's then right. he releases a dog to eat other parts that's of right. the, the the body. Uh, it's right. Necrophilia and cannibalism are included <laughs> in this video. Um, afterwards, he began sending various packages of body parts, I assume from Lin Jun, yeah. to uh, various places in Canada. Mm-hmm. Including a foot. So after uh, much police uh, investigation and searches, a manhunt eventually occurred. And Luca Magnota was eventually captured in an internet cafe in Berlin. Or no. Yes, in Berlin. I thought it was Berlin, yeah. Okay. Jolin. Okay, well. Tell us more. (laughs) uh, Well, um, I watched the video. Um, That's right. You you actually watched the video. I I did. I read the cliff notes of it on Wikipedia. Yeah, it was pretty gross. um, But I love the soundtrack. Oh, song by New Order is yeah. I forget what video. it is, but it's like you know, I was kind of grooving. I'm like, hmm, okay. Um, and most of like the the violence that you see is uh, post mortem, so at least there's that. Because like, I mean, I've watched like those like fucking Mexican cartel beheading videos and shit like that, and that stuff makes me want to hurl. But um, I've never done this. Oh yeah, teenage Jolin was a fucking disgusting. No, everyone human. else did. I never did. Yeah, I I never really did voluntarily. It just sort of always happened. You know, my friends would be like, "Hey, watch this. It's just super fucked up." And I'm like, "Well, now I got it. Okay." Right. Yeah. You have my attention. Yeah. Also, I'm just gonna say, like, why the fuck did I make spaghetti before watching this video? That was my main question. I had to throw it away. I was like, oh, oh god. <laughs> Looks like guts. Um. But uh. So when I went on Best Gore, it was actually like taken down because it was before they officially knew that it was Luca Magnotta, mm-hmm. however you fucking say his name. Um. And actually, Best Gore calls him what the fuck did he call him? Uh. Renowned cat killer and internet attention whore. And so I was just kind of like, yeah, I don't think I want to read up on this guy. He sounds like kind of a prick. I think he's like a gay porn star. I think that's how, that's what he was doing. Now I have to look at this. Well, yeah. Okay. Finish your drink, kids. (laughs) Um, But also, oddly enough, on Best Gore, they they were talking about whether or not this was a snuff film. And I didn't actually realize what made a snuff film a snuff film. But it's actually... If it's snuff, that means somebody's getting paid to kill a person on camera. Otherwise, it's just yeah, exactly. Me neither. So you learned something new today. If you didn't know that, audience. I'm gonna Um, just drop quick. Uh, Luca Magnota, not a porn star. I'm just giving a little bit of backstory. His mother was obsessed with cleanliness. Would routinely lock lock her children. That was me that time. That was pretty good. <laughs> and once put her children's pet rabbits out in the cold to freeze to death. His father was diagnosed yeah. with schizophrenia, after which he disco- he divorced his life, leading to Magnata m- later moving in with his grandmother, Phyllis. Both his grandmother and younger brother, Conrad, would often call him the pejorative for a gay man for his oh. effeminate tendencies. Which word? F word? Yes. Oh. Yes, he be- he began to appear in pornogra- pornographic videos, occasionally working as a stripper and a male escort as well. Hmm, okay. And apparently had previous criminal charges or uh, criminal activity on his record before the murder. Yeah, because uh, apparently they called him a renowned cat killer because I think he has like, a video killing cats on the internet. I did not watch that because I'm like, 
I'm biased, oh, I guess, because I'm you like. You have a cat, don't you? No. Well, I used to. Okay. Slippers. I mean, it wasn't my cat. It was my roommate's cat. Gotcha. Um, but, uh, like, I was pissed when the dog got involved. Why did I think you have a cat? Yeah, I mean, I don't even. I don't know. Have you been to my new apartment? Yeah, you have. Oh, you had a ca- You lived with a cat when I first met yeah, you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, like, the animal involvement is what kind of got me to be like, dude, fuck this guy. And I know that's wrong, but it's how I felt. Just like, like in horror movies, kill all the people. Don't yeah, let any don't, animals Yeah, die. don't involve the cat. The fucking. Ugh. And this one, there was a puppy. And he didn't, like, hurt the puppy, so I guess it's fine. But, like, you kind of hear the puppy, like, barking in the background as he's, like, I don't know if he's, like, fucking the dude at this point or what. It's super gross. I'm sorry. I'm not it's trying like to really, be. really, yeah. Watch um, at your own risk. Yeah. I, I sure as shit didn't. Yeah. You don't see like You kind of get the idea when you read about what happened though, so yeah. I don't feel like I missed out on anything. Yeah. Did you say you, you don't see penetration? Yeah. Cool. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't handle any penetration after a man being hacked apart. Uh, but well and okay. Also it's like this is I'm just okay guys, so newsflash, Jolin's super fucked up. But the whole time I was just sort of thinking like this seems really anticlimactic because it's like you don't really see him killed on screen. You see him like tied up and like moving around, but he's not like dead yet. And that, well, from the video I saw, because you can't find it on Best Score anymore. And I don't know if I should say on air where you can find it now. Let's not. Yeah. <laughs> just okay. be safe. Okay. Because I also if just. If people actually want to see this video, chances are they are it. someone or know someone that can find yeah, it. Yeah, you can find it. Um, But, uh. Like, so the video I saw was, like, just under 11 minutes, so I don't know if the part was cut out. But you don't see him die in this video. You just see him already dead. Because you see him, like, being stabbed, but he doesn't move or anything. And he doesn't really bleed so that his heart would have been mm-hmm. not beating anymore. Um, but there's still, you know, it, he gets beheaded and things are chopped off and it's gross. Um, yeah, but I, it was, like a lot of the blood that I expected to happen didn't happen. And when he's like cutting the piece of butt cheek off, it like doesn't really look like much. Cause it's just like, I don't know. Maybe it's just, I'm sort of desensitized from watching a lot of horror movies. It doesn't look as gruesome as you kind of expect it to. And maybe that's worse. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't really get squeamish about the human body much. Yeah. Well, it's pretty fucking gross. Part. Um, and also you don't really see him eat the, the piece of butt cheek. It's just implied because he's using like a knife and fork and then like the fork goes off screen. Mm-hmm. And so he could have just been fucking around or he could have actually eaten it. Who the fuck knows? Um, we put, put it past him. Yeah. <coughs> um, and apparently in the original version or so I hear, um, you see an extended video, I should say, an extended version of the video was found by the Canadian police. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The um, Mounties. But uh, getting shit done, Canada. But uh, but supposedly you see like the murderer's face at some point. So, but I did not in the version I saw. Gotcha. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Do you have anything? Else? Okay, so we'll open it up to discussion now, um, since uh, this is. The death of a human being, God rest his soul. Oh, yeah. Um, Sorry. And this is a sensitive subject, but it always begs the question, and I think it's an interesting question, regardless of your stance on it. Should this kind of film be allowed to be shown and seen? Because this was a discussion. I'm sorry, just to preface this. This was a discussion that me and Graham had a couple years ago when. I can't remember his name, 
David Davidson or do you remember this, Graham? The guy who Facebook Live uh, killing an old man. Oof. It's like Dan- Steve Stevens or something like Steve Stevens. Yeesh. We had this discussion. When, with when was that? Easter a couple of years ago. Weird. Because it was right around. The guy was coming home from. Yeah, the oh guy was God. coming home from his like Easter with his family. And a guy basically. The whole story. And if you go through the archives, you can find whatever episode this is. The full story was the fact that uh, this man was. Uh, having trouble with his girlfriend or his wife, if I'm not mistaken, and basically just uh, posted several times that he was on some kill a motherfucker shit or something Mm -hmm. that he, the way he put it. And then it culminated in him on around Easter Facebook living him murdering a man in cold. How can they prevent that now? Can they? And that's the thing is this sort of discussion. Should this be allowed to be seen? Hmm. I mean, I like the option. Facebook Live seems a little excessive. There should probably be a way to fucking monitor that shit, maybe. You would think. You would think. Everyone thinks Zuckerberg watches us yeah, right and if, now anyway. So, but, I mean, if some dude got fucking away with, like, murdering a guy on Facebook Live, obviously fucking not. Even if he is, then he's not doing shit. Mm-hmm. But, if anything, he's selling our information and, like, likes and stuff so that people can fucking sell shit to us, which True. is, like, everything's about money. Anyway, um, but... I I mean, it's not that I like watching these videos, but being able to know like the capacity to which humankind is capable of capacity mm-hmm. capable of whatever. Um I don't know. It's like a lot of people I feel like it's easy for them to watch a horror movie and feel okay about it cuz that can never happen but mm-hmm. it's like when you see that it definitely could happen then maybe people will be a little bit more you know aware of like mental health problems you know listen to people when they threaten you know take threats seriously and like stuff like that seriously mm-hmm. um I guess I I think it should be available I guess it shouldn't be like readily available to everybody but it's like it shouldn't be entirely censored either because it's like, yeah, it's fucked up, but it's also like, that's real life, you yeah. know? So. Gotcha. I don't know. What do you think? I think that's solid. I I feel like I tend to agree with you. Like, it, it, say, there's no feasible way, again, maybe with uh, monitoring streaming and stuff like that, but there's no feasible way to prevent this sort of filmmaking, if if you can call it that, filmmaking to happen. I mean, people watched it. There yeah. was an audience. There's um, an audience, I guess it's, uh, it's, you know. There's no feasible way to prevent it from happening. The question of should it be seen or should it be shown, should it be allowed to be seen, I think, obviously, I... I think it's a good way to learn about how fucked up we are as a species. Yeah. Um, to put things in a new perspective. Um, these things, as graphic as they are, can be teaching tools and lessons to be learned um, with analysis of how the human mind can be, be, for lack of a better word, wrong in yeah. so many ways. Yeah. Um, of course, it's... It's hard to just say that as a blatant statement because, like, I don't, I can't honestly say if, like, 
a video of one of my family members being yeah, murdered he was really... around. I don't know if I would want that. Yeah, I feel that. That's understandable. It's my. It's just. It's hard. It's hard to say. I think there's a lot to be learned from these sort of things leaking and being uploaded, um, but it's it's hard to say too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I guess. I don't know. I guess maybe that stuff should be monitored a little bit better. But it's like, how the fuck are they going to? Yeah, you know exactly. Um, yeah, so that's the that's the story of one lunatic, one ice pick. Do you have any uh, closing thoughts on the matter? Um, well, I'm not a psychopath, even though I approached that discussion like a psychopath. So let's, uh, I'm not crazy. I promise. Good. <laughs> um, well, uh, Luca Mag, Mag- uh, man, go- I can't Mag- Magnata. Magnata. I think. If, Magnata. uh, if you're still around and somehow can hear my voice, fuck you. I do not care for you. Yeah. Not um, a big fan to the family of Lin Jun. I hope you are healing. Um, and I'm sorry that such a tragedy bef- befell your family. And that it's, if, you know, still fucking available on the internet. Yes, and to all friends and family. If it is, uh, it's hard. It's, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say other than I am sorry that this sort of thing had to befell your family. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing, folks. Uh, we are horror movie fans, but we are not monsters. No. Even though we claim to be. Not real monsters. A- at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> That's when we are monsters is at midnight. That's fair. But then 12.01 and done. we're straight. Yeah, we're good. Um, so, yeah, that's the story of One Lunatic, One Ice Pick. If you have any other uh, true crime stories, please let us know. I uh, it's The way people behave fascinates me, and that's why I, I like me to too. write about it. Um, so if you have anything that we should discuss, I'm always open to discussing more true crime on the show. Please hit up that email. Once again, monsters.midnight, spelt incorrectly, at gmail.com. I'm saying it a lot, but I also They'll get it. hope people shoot us an email. That'd be really fun. I, I'm, I, I hope so, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, moving on to a, a more uh, light topic and right. one that I can more readily participate in when I'm not just verbatim reading off of Wikipedia. That's fair. <laughs> Netflix has released two thriller-type horror movies type horror movies i think yeah different uh spectrums of horror right movies uh within the uh past month bird box and black mirrors feature film bandersnatch Bandersnatch. um we're gonna talk about bird box first uh bird box as you if you do not know stars sandra bullock as a woman who is uh Oh, God, here you go, guys. <laughs> Burpity burp, burp, burp. I, nope, didn't do it. It just felt like it was going to. Uh, Sandra Bullock stars as a woman who is uh, who is pregnant and uh, is thrown into the midst of some so- sort of unseen apocalypse wherein this sort of... People are committing suicide for no apparent reason uh, throughout the world uh, after being... The story is told via flashback when Sandra Bullock is rowing these two children uh, to a what she assumes to be a safe area with survivors. Mm-hmm. Jolyn, what were your thoughts on Bird Box? Bird Box. Um, <laughs> I well, said Bandersnatch. Well, I, guess <laughs> I have plenty of thoughts one. on that too, but. Um, so I saw the memes before I saw the actual movie. I did too. And it's like, 
Fucking A, memes are just free advertising. It's like... It's the thing. I forgot to mention how fast, how fucking fast this movie became a meme. Well, it was like <laughs> that, and it was Bandersnatch. And I found out about those via social media way before I even knew they were on Netflix. And it's like, I'm on Netflix pretty much every day at some point, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems kind of nuts. I was, But, yeah, just seems insane to me. But, um, let's see. The, the two things that, like, on Facebook just tickled me to no end was uh how there's like a crowd of people who apparently don't realize that sandra bullock is like a famous woman and kept referring to her as the lady from bird box oh yeah how good she did and i'm just like oh no um and also uh something like gay culture is watching bird box and assuming sandra bullock and sarah paulson are in love but being disappointed when you find out they're sisters right because i was like i forgot sarah paulson was in god i love her so fucking much and i was like totally hoping that they were gonna be lesbians and then they weren't and i'm like fine be sisters who gives a shit um but also i uh i think it's kind of interesting how it's not quite sensory deprivation because in like a quiet place and uh what was the other one don't breathe it's just mm. that you can't make a noise yeah so it's like speaking and with this one you can't see mm-hmm. and then with like hush there's the lead who's deaf you yeah. know yeah. so it's like uh i wonder why that's like the new sort of thing it seems to be i don't um, know and also the idea of like unwilling mothers you know um, cause like, well, I guess we sort of saw that with hereditary where mm-hmm. it was like the mom who didn't want to be a mom yeah. and Sandra Bullock, you know, is, during her flashbacks, we see her pregnant and she's like really not pumped about it. Mm-hmm. And, um, let's see what else. Uh, the Babadook was yeah. the same thing where it was like a mom who's like going nuts because her kid's a pain in the ass. So I'm like, I, I wonder why those two things are our like most recent, uh, horror movie yeah, premise. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's just like because we can do new things now where it's like we have a lot of sound design things that we couldn't do before. Maybe I don't know, mm-hmm. but it's interesting. Um, but also, if that keeps being a thing, I don't know how I'm going to feel if like taste or smell gets involved. Right. I'm yeah. like, what's that going to I don't know. <laughs> you just can't lick anything in the house. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be an issue for me. <laughs> um I guess I'll give fair warning to anybody who cries really easily at movies. I'm one of those people. Mm-hmm. Um, I cried like a little tiny baby at the end. I bawled my goddamn eyes out. It was so, oh God, it was so good. I loved this movie. Yeah. I honestly like, like part of me wished that it, it didn't have quite so much hype because mm-hmm. I always am like ultra critical of those movies. Yeah. Um, But I was thoroughly impressed and I can't tell if I was impressed because I had low expectations because of all the hype or mm. if I was impressed because I was like, you know, I was assuming, I mean, I had low expectations. So it was right. like, yeah, yeah, you know, I don't know. Um, but either way, I, uh, I really dug it. It was really good. The acting was incredible. Um, every time the kids got out of line, I wanted to like scream and throw things. That's a trope I wish would go away in horror movies is kids that just Fuck up. do not listen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's for damn sure. But yeah, so I don't know. If you haven't seen it, I think it's uh I think it's earned its hype. I can see why so many people liked it so much. So mm-hmm. it's like totally worth seeing. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. What's what's I your liked verdict? It. I liked it quite a bit. Um, which uh I was preparing for a disaster in all honesty, because a lot yep. of my friends and people that might listen to the show on Facebook, we're posting about how awful it is. Oh, I didn't get any of that. Um, oh, no, I had a ton of friends that were just just berating this movie. 
Um, hmm. I liked it uh, quite a bit. In terms of horror movies, <coughs> excuse me, and original content that you can get on Netflix, you can do a hell of a lot worse. That's true. Um, yeah. This movie is perfectly fine. Like, uh, I don't think I loved this movie as much as you did. Yeah, I really liked but it. But I, I definitely... I tend to do that, though. <laughs> I, you know, And I, I hate know. that this is becoming the, dica- the dichotomy on this show where, like, I'm just the naysayer to everything. Well, but I also, it's like, even if I fucking hate something, I'll still be like, but it might be kind of good to some people. So I, know, I don't like, know. I think it's pretty it's cool. Like, it's beca- really become our, di- our dynamic that we're, like, some sort of weird Siskel and Ebert where I just have to <laughs> hate everything. You know, it's fine. Because we I need was, like, balance. Bad, bad mouth hereditary. And, oh, fuck I mean, you. I love her. We did do that was when we were both talking about Halloween and Mandy. Oh yeah, then we ranted forever though. So yeah. maybe it's better when we uh when we disagree a, a little bit. I'm going on a tangent, but uh, <laughs> I just got the Halloween Blu-ray and it has uh, uh, bonus uh, deleted scenes and extended scenes. Uh. We were talking about we were talking about animals dying in horror movies. There is a scene where uh, the daughter Allison. Uh, is out jogging and she sees that Michael has hung up a dog on one of no. the neighbor's trees. Oh, boo. Most of the... Uh, <laughs> there you go. There, oh, there's shit. Your, ah. I don't even know what yeah. it is. I, I don't remember if it's a shot or a drink. It might be a drink because I boo a lot. I don't know. Um, I should also mention I took some sort of a potion before this podcast, so I apology, <laughs> apologize <laughs> for the... Uh, the tangents and spaciness that might be exuding out of me right now. Um, anyway, Bird Box. <laughs> Bird Box was pretty damn good. I had no... I do have some complaints with it. I, I do. And, like, I can see why some people wouldn't buy into the mythology of it because it is, it is one of those horror movies that leaves very little explained. And if you're not one of those people, this might not be the movie for you. Frankly, though, this world doesn't doesn't explain itself well enough to yeah. like earn an explanation. Um, this is a mild spoiler, but I, it's not really that much of a spoiler. The th- reason why people are killing themselves is because there's some sort of demon yeah. or entity or creature or whatever you want to call it out in loose in the world and that's when you see see it you want to kill yourself and there's a group of people that for some reason can see it and want everyone else to see it a lot of people are complaining that this is somehow demonizing uh people with mental illness um Hmm. which there is a line about a mental hospital but i didn't assume it was only like the mentally un unwell yeah but i don't know i guess i kind of get that but also it's like the the one dude is like an artist or something you know or yeah or just just draws a lot i don't know okay in a loony bin i i don't know well but because he was implying like he wasn't in that insane asylum and he was one of those people so so that's the thing is i there was never a vibe that i got that it was demonizing mental illness um a few problems i okay so that's being said, if you're going into this movie and you want an explanation, you're not going to get one. Um, mm-hmm. That's never really an issue to me because especially when it's something this absurd, like unless you go the route of the happening, which we all know how big of a success that was. <laughs> like, well, that's the thing is like this movie is a lot like the happening. It is, <laughs> but like it's not plants. <laughs> that's true. The plants thing was a little bit like, Meh. So, although I mean demons. Uh, well, that's I the like thing demon is, movies. Like, Who am I kidding? If there is some, there's a line earlier in the movie about the end of the world that the uh, who I'm 
pretty damn sure is the TSA agent from Get Out. That that character. you just think he's in everything. It's secretly because I'm racist. I'm saying all African American people are the same. I'm gonna I am gonna Google this. So oh boy. Finish, okay. Finish your drink. Yeah, we're getting you drunk tonight, kids. Have um, fun. We're also getting well, I mean I'm not really, but we'll get there. We'll be on the same page ah, soon enough. Yes, TSA officer. Oh, it's actually him. Get out. Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh <laughs> shit. Oh shit. I kind of remember that now. Um, Oops. There's a line about the end of the world that he has, and that's pretty much the best explanation that mm-hmm. you're gonna get if you want an explanation. So that's not really a problem for me. Some of my problems were some of some of the post-apocalyptic movie tropes. Where like there's always one asshole and there's always one optimist that ends up endangering everyone mm-hmm. and a lot of and like but like it didn't bother me that much because it was interjected with like interesting ways in which they had to go make food runs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. My biggest problem is there's too many damn characters. Yeah, most of them aren't given any sort of development or real screen time. Yeah. Two of them just literally blink out of existence from the movie in like a throwaway scene where they just stole the car. Yeah, mild spoilers, but they're just gone from the rest of the movie. Then, so it's like, yeah, they really wasn't that necessary to the story. Yeah, um, and like John Malkovich, who I didn't know was in the movie, but yeah. was very happy was in the movie. Plays the very typical asshole of the mm-hmm. movie, but doesn't really have a reason for being an asshole other than he's just a jerk well, off and like. I mean, here's the spoiler: his wife died. His wife died. Yeah, I missed that. That was like right at the beginning okay, when well, uh, he was. He, he, and it was because. Oh, oh no no no! Yeah, his wife. His wife. His current wife died. Yeah, but he has that whole monologue where he's talking about his divorces and it's like, oh yeah. Oh, so you're just a jerk off. <laughs> like yeah, um, I guess. Um, and. That whole, the whole time when they're in the house, first of all, the movie's two hours long. I don't think the movie needs to be two hours long. Yeah. But if it is going to be two hours long, I wish they would have dedicated more story time in different aspects of the story because there's a blink in time from when, like, the first year when the survivors are in the house to five years later when uh, both kids are grown. Yeah, I'd like to see some of their development in the new world. Like, yeah. At the end. A mild spoiler, Sandra Bullock has a sort of moment where she realizes that she truly wants to be a mother. Mm-hmm. And you don't really feel it that much because the whole movie, like, you're with these kids, like, almost the first shot of the movie, you're with these kids. Mm-hmm. You f- figure out where the kids are going to come from through the course of the movie, and then then they're just growing up. Yeah, it's like I would feel it more if I saw more of their like upright upbringing mm-hmm. or Sandra Sandra Bullock teaching them, mm-hmm. and just I would have felt it more if more time was spent with those kids. Yeah, I don't think we needed all those characters in the house to begin with. No, because it, 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 like when she first runs in there, there's already like nine people in there, and it's yeah. like Jesus Christ, like. This is that's a bit much, and I guess Night of the Living Dead sort of had a big cast too for being in one household, but they 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 kind of focused they staggered on staggered it because yeah. first it was just Barbara, and then yeah. it was Ben, and then it was the people in the basement, and like that staggering gave you time to get to know characters at a basis. Like 
you're you're afraid for Barbara. You trust Ben, and then you're not trusting because of the way it was staggered out. And he, in Bird Box, she runs in. There's already like ten people yeah. that are trying to have lines, and I don't even. There's an old lady in there. I don't even think I knew her name. Yeah. <laughs> by the end of the movie, I don't think so either. <clears throat> like I said, there's just the two characters that just bounce at mm-hmm. one point, and then they're not. Oh in yeah. The movie. That dude looked like fucking Machine Gun Kelly. Is that him? A little bit. Probably I not. It, I don't. I don't know if it was. Looked like him. It is. It is? Oh, no it is? shit. <laughs> oh, that's fucking. That's weird. like kind of my theory too. Is I think maybe they just want to get like some stars into that so that that's they the could. It's just like this. This is a Hollywood horror movie, and like that's never usually my thing. Like you could tell they got Sandra Bullock in there because that, and that's your big draw and then uh machine gun kelly for the younger people and Mm -hmm. then john malkovich Malkovich. is always a standard yeah but sarah paulson too with american horror story um even though she's not in it very long she was i like spoilers um this is a hollywood horror movie it kind of delivers on exactly what you expect it will deliver deliver there was never really any point Except towards the end. There was never really any point where I was worried because, well, the movie opens with Sandra Bullock and the two kids in the boat. Mm-hmm. You know at some point she has to become by herself. Well, yeah, so you kind of know that either everybody died or they're like, right. they've fucked off. And that's the thing is it's like uh, this movie is perfectly good. Like I, yeah. d- I don't really have... My biggest criticism is it bites off a little more than it can chew, and is its story is structured kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But honestly, like I enjoyed it. I thought the atmosphere was really good, and the performances were really good, and uh, the it was an engaging enough movie that like even towards the end, I didn't actually know what was going to happen. Yeah, but I I was intrigued. And it, it, te- it kept my interest. So I didn't, yeah. did not hate it like everyone else on my Facebook feed, but I didn't love it because I, I just saw it was perfectly like, good. Yeah. I, I'm see, I'm picking up what you're putting down. I see what you're saying. Jolyn loves it, though. I do. I had a lot of fun. Is I have to fucking analyze and be a curmudgeon every time. Well, it's like, I mean, <laughs> there are definitely times where I was like a little bit like, oh, I've seen this before, you know? And so that part I think I didn't like. Because yeah. like the whole, yeah, I just feel like some things are being a little beat to death because i'm like why did they write this movie and continue to put it out right after a quiet place because it's like obviously the same it's just the same fucking shit well uh, and they're doing it because well that's what i why i know this is i'll kick your can sorry it was uh empty though there's a reason why they put it out, and it is because A Quiet Place came out, but it's actually based on a book that came out before Oh, Quiet yeah, Place. I remember seeing that now. Okay. So people saying that this is a ripoff of A Quiet Place, it's technically, it's technically not, but the reason first. why it was made is to capitalize on yeah. A Quiet Place. That seems a little shysty. Well, that's that's Hollywood. Like it's That's Hollywood what baby. I'm saying. It's a very, it's a pretty formulaic Hollywood yeah, movie. That's fair. Um, but... It was fine. I, I had no no trouble watching it. Would recommend or why not? I, yeah, watch the movie. Watch the movie. See if judge it for yourself. Yeah, because I was pleasantly surprised, and I think that's why I feel so <coughs> good about it. Because I I went into it really thinking that uh eh, that I was gonna fucking hate it and that it was a bunch of garbage and yeah, but I liked it. I liked it a good amount. Well, yeah, there you go. 
Uh, Bird Box, it's on Netflix. Give it a watch. Yeah. Uh, let us know what you think. Hit up that email. Yeah, now you could have a real thing instead of just being like... So being we- <laughs> message us on AIM. Yeah. <laughs> um, now we have an email. You can really talk to us. Now we have an us. email, and I don't have to do that voice anymore. <laughs> um, the other big uh, horror movie, horror-ish movie to hit Netflix was Black Mirror's Bandersnatch. Uh, for those of you living under a rock, Black Mirror is uh, is uh, very much inspired. Was a is a TV show for Netflix. It's very much inspired by Twilight Zone. It's a science fiction anthology series. Um, I haven't seen all of it, but I've seen a few episodes here and there, and it's a mm-hmm. solid show. I think it's well worth your time, especially if you like Twilight Zone and are into weird, creepy, yeah, kooky neat. stuff. Um, of course, uh, of course, Black Mirror puts out this choose your own adventure film, Bandersnatch. Choose your own adventure, meaning that different uh, between one and two choices you make through the film uh, can affect different outcomes and the way the film proceeds. Mm-hmm. Uh, the plot is following Stefan, a 19-year-old uh, game coder. In 1984, who is pitching a game based off of a choose-your-own-adventure novel, Bandersnatch, where it's a choose-your-own-adventure game inspired by the novel. And he meets a a very prolific video game developer of the era, Colin Britman. uh, Is it Colin Rittman? Colin Colin Rittman, Colin Britman, I'm not sure. I think it's Rittman. Whatever. Um, Irrelevant. uh, Needless to say, it, it gets weird pretty damn quick that's for damn sure jolin and here we go keeping with the theme jolin like bandersnatch a lot more than i did i had so much i had so much fun um also like i jumped through so many hoops trying to fucking watch this movie and i ended up having nobody important's listening to this um i ended up having to watch it like after hours at my job because that was the only tv that i had access to that was like new enough that would do it so i think i was just like I I had a lot of anticipation Um, and I love the concept and I love that uh, Netflix wants to do more films like this. I think that's really fun. Um, I love how self-aware it is. It's so fucking self-aware, but then also at the same time, I kind of hate how self-aware it is. It gets a little bit over the top. And so I'm a little bit like, yeah, okay. All right. But I've got a few thoughts about that. But (laughs) in that defense, I think if they were going to go this route, I think that's the best way to do it is to get out of, get that self-awareness out of the way right away so then like if they decide to do another one it'll just be like a you know like a traditional choose your own adventure book you know um but let's see uh i watched it twice so i got like a couple of different things i'm trying not to spoil anything because i do think that this is something that people do yeah i'm gonna try to go through with very little spoilers yeah um but i am gonna say that i went through it twice and really the only thing that changed for me um was that the ending that I originally had wasn't the ending the second time through, but it was still a scene that happened. And then a scene that wasn't the ending the first time that I saw it, but it was still a scene that came up ended up being the ending the next time I went through it. So I don't know if I was just making two similar choices or what. Um, But, and I tried not to, I tried to do a little bit of like the opposite of what I was doing the first round to see what differences would happen. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was I don't know. I had a friend, though. I was talking to her about it on Saturday after work, and um, she was telling me that she spent, like, five hours going through all this, and she, like, 
Googled it. Well, because she was trying to like get a bunch of different endings. So she went through it a few times. See, I I Googled it too, and I still think I've seen just about everything. And yeah. I, I got through it on two two sittings. Okay. Well, I've heard that there are at least three different endings. That, no, there are, diff- there are five different endings that you can get. I feel like I've gotten them all. Okay. Well, um, so you apart from that that bonus Easter egg one yeah. that you told me about. Yeah. So there are um, there are five different endings that you could get, two of which could potentially lead to uh, a secret bonus ending. And I'm gonna try not to reveal too much about that either. Um, let's see. What article did I read? So maybe you can read it later. I don't know. Um, that <gasps> doesn't fucking matter. There's an Easter egg ending. Like a little bit after the credits start rolling, um, that you can potentially get. Uh, I guess one thing I read, it was like, because I was like looking at articles so I could see if maybe there was some information that I missed. And um, one of the headlines was uh, British people less likely to waste tea in Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Because there are a couple right. options where you can potentially throw tea over a computer, which isn't really giving anything away. Um, <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, and I thought that was pretty fucking funny. And also, like, I guess one issue I had with it was that, like, the first time I watched it, I was like, this is fucking incredible. I was, like, by myself. I was getting amped. Second time through, I, I watched it again and made some different choices. And then it just felt like it was taking forever. And I don't know if I just had, like, a long day or what, but it felt like it took a long fucking time. Um, so maybe, like, after you already know the gist of what's going to happen, it's not quite as climactic. I'm not sure. Um, let's see. There's something else I was going to say about stuff. Oh, um, these are two almost spoilers, but they don't really give away the plot, so I think it's okay. Um, one is, like, one of the first choices you have to make at the be- like beginning of the film is uh, between two cassettes. So, like, you pick the music. And I was a little disappointed. Yeah, that's what I picked the first time. I was a little disappointed the second time, though, because I thought maybe it would change the whole soundtrack to something else. No. But it doesn't. So it just changes what you listen to in that one scene. So it's a little bit like, meh. Um, I mean, it's still cool. It's still fun. Um, And then this is, like, a little bit more of a spoiler. So I'm not going to say when this comes up. But at a certain point, you can make the main character take acid. (laughs) And, of course, like, me being myself... I always made him take the acid. I, I did too, yeah. Because I like how they did the acid trip. <laughs> I feel like it was actually pretty realistic. So I'm like, because they just sort of like play with movement and like they turn everything brighter. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so accurate. But, and so I thought that was fun. Um, and yeah, so I guess like grand scheme of things, I was super pumped the first time I watched it. I had a lot of fun. So I think everybody should give it a shot. Um, I think... If you're trying to delve a little deeper, the second round, you might not reveal too much more. Um, I think there's just like a few other scenes that maybe you'd miss the first time that you might get. Like, I think I had maybe like one or two the second time through that I didn't get the first time. So that's kind of neat. And then you just see a little bit more. Um, I guess like one thing I hate about just choose your own adventure anything is that a lot of the time if you pick something that doesn't end well for the character. All you end up doing is you end up having to go back and do something else and that i kind of hated that happened quite a few times and i was just kind of like fuck like how many times i'm gonna have to go to back to the fucking beginning in this thing you know just like a real adventure game yeah yeah exactly so in a sense it was very accurate (laughs) to uh, like choose your own adventure thing but it was also just like god damn it like how many times do i have to go through this fucking thing so yeah i don't know i guess that's it there you go 
Jolene gives it a glowing recommendation. Yeah, I, I think everybody should see it, and I think it's, I think it's like the new Netflix thing. I think they're going to start doing a lot more of those, and I'm excited to see where it goes because mm. it's like, if we get a more traditional horror movie where we can choose what the fucking characters do. I'm going to lose my goddamn great. mind. Be pretty great. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. And like even like action movies and shit, I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, yeah. I want to do this. It's so fun. Because <laughs> that's the thing is, I recommend Bandersnatch purely on concept alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really worth checking out and experiencing. Beyond that, though, I I don't don't have any real high marks for it. Again, I don't I don't again I don't hate Bandersnatch. I think it's perfectly fine. Um, <laughs> And boo. this is why. Um, Taking another boo there. You go. Anyway, They're go ahead. Your drink or shot or whatever. But here's, here's why. Uh, you brought up the self-aware nature of the story. Mm-hmm. That's like, I had that figured out from the very beginning. Well, the, yeah, because the, the concept. they are not very subtle in their foreshadowing, mm-hmm. and I really noticed it. I had it like I could f- see where they were going when I first watched it, but like I really noticed it when I watched it again. Same. Like, which probably it makes more sense that I really noticed it the second time. Um, they their foreshadowing is very heavy handed, and that makes the way you dictate the plot like really it it kind of sways the way you dictate the plot because mm-hmm. you're more inclined to choose the choices that like make sense to what you're going through mm-hmm. and i don't i think it kind of hurts the experience and like it, it, and again this, this is just my opinion i there are a ton of endings quote unquote and this is like you can say this with adventure games too but there's only one real true ending that they expect you to get to to watch the credits mm-hmm. those other endings are like times when you make the wrong choice and you have to go back um, which is fine, but the what bothered me about those is every time you do it, they have to recap what you've done through yeah. that point, and that got after a certain so point, it's like tedious. you don't need to. I know where I'm at. I know what to do. There's Just only go there's back a couple <laughs> times when they do something interesting with that, and they they will adjust the scene to mirror something that just happened. Mm-hmm. You only do that a couple times, so and. The other thing about this at the end of the day is, like, I don't, I'm not f- against, like, stories of control and manipulation being told. It's just, like, they're not a new concept. Yeah. The, the, and the, also the fact of the matter is even Black Mirror has done several mm-hmm. episodes on, like... And it's called, like, and it's set in 1984. Yeah, especially as, uh, about, like, all, like, alternate realities and uh, manipulation. There's tons of black mirror episodes like that Mm -hmm. and what it's like to be like out of control. And the real thing is like, and at the end of the day, like this movie was made for the experience. Mm -hmm. So bitching about like the story stuff, the story aspects of it probably comes off like pretty simple minded, but I just, for the narrative that it was telling, I didn't think the choices, apart from a few really good, uh, what I thought were interesting and thought-provoking and really funny moments, mm-hmm. I don't think the story 
warrants the choices, at least not in a very fulfilling way. Yeah. Since at the end of the day, the like true longest ending is um, like what they're trying to get you to. Yeah. It's a little bleak too. Yeah. It's and really bleak. I a lot of black mind, mirrors. A I don't bleak. even mind that it's bleak. It's just the, the way that they, they're trying to guide you in their choose your own adventure game. Yeah. But I mean, if you think about it, a lot of those books are kind of that way. Or like you know even that's the, true. Yeah. And again, like this is di- it's different from a video game too. So like I I know I yeah. know how these things are. <laughs> um, and it's something else I want to say. Just like I did, I didn't think the story was. I mean, all for the concept. I just thought the execution was a little sloppy. But that's just me. Yeah. I mean, it's the I'm first in the minority, round. and it is like, and it is like, a, it's a warm up round. Mm-hmm. Like, no one has done this for Netflix yet, to my knowledge. Yeah. So good on Black Mirror. And again, I recommend this movie because it is something that you should experience. And uh, oh, I was going to talk about the positives that I have for it since I ragged on it for half an hour. <laughs> um, I would say half an hour. I would. I feel like I've been talking for an eternity. Nah. Uh, I did love the music in it and not oh, even yeah. just like the pop songs that they chose. Cause I like, I love the pop songs that they chose, but I like some of the, like the ambient, like tangerine dream tracks that they chose. And they also, the original score for it is very synth heavy mm-hmm. and very uh, like eighties inspired. The whole aspect of doing a uh, story that takes place in the computer gaming world of the eighties, I think is really exciting because for me personally, that I think that's an era of, of gaming that isn't really represented as yeah. everyone will talk about how like, like computers became an actual thing and everyone will talk about like Nintendo and Sega. But mm-hmm. I think the computer gaming aspect of it was neat and a cool idea and a cool setting. And I thought the, I liked the idea of the choose your own adventure actual like game. I thought that that aspect was a solid reason to like mimic the, the or do the choose your own adventure style. I'm <laughs> that sentence didn't make any sense. <laughs> I said the more I was talking, the more I was like, "You're losing it. Uh, <laughs> You're losing it." I love the idea that the story is about Sorry. adventure gaming and that it, it's a choose your own adventure. I think that was very appropriate, even yeah. though the story didn't excite me the way i thought it was going to i guess that's fair um but yeah no check out bandersnatch check out bird box we mm-hmm. both liked them one of us more so than others i think bandersnatch spe- specifically even if you're not super into the plot i think you'll have fun doing it i think it's a fun thing yeah you know so yeah that's that's us that's that's grumpy and happy i <laughs> couldn't think of anything just weird because i feel like in real life that that can't be true i'm uh, a curmudgeon mostly false what? That's not true at all. Nobody's ever said that about me. How dare you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, as a couple of cliff notes, um, probably things that we might talk about in next uh, next month's episode because I didn't uh, think about, I didn't see it in time for discussion on topics. But uh, uh, Edgar Wright's new movie is going to be a psychological <gasps> thriller. Oh, uh, what? Saw, I just saw that. Today, I haven't seen that fucking a. Yeah, it's gonna be some sort of. Uh, thank you, bloody disgusting. Aha, there it is. And thank you. I think that's a shot. If you're still awake, um, Edgar Wright's gonna be doing a psychological horror film. Part of me hopes he's doing don't, 
the fake Grindhouse movie. Oh, my God. Um, but it, wasn't that Eli Roth? No, Eli Roth did Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, he did Don't? I'm almost positive. Oh, my God. That'd don't. be so fucking fun. I hope he does Don't. Well, they um, made Machete, and they made all those. That's like, the so thing is, like, uh, yeah, and especially since enough time has passed from Grindhouse that people probably even for- <coughs> forgot. Well, <laughs> so. although nobody ever... <laughs> Or Rob Zombie never made that Werewolf Woman of the SS Which thing. Which he should. I know. I'd watch the shit hell. out of that. Um, yeah. Well, he finished with Three from Hell, too. Oh, and there's that fucking Rob Zombie mention. There, shit. There you go. We worked it in. Oh, my God. We worked it in. Oh, um, it never he's not. And I saw he saw on his Instagram, they're not finished, finished. They're oh. doing, like, uh, sound design and, like, oh. like additional shooting and stuff like that. So it'll come out in three years. Yeah. No, it's supposed to come out sometime this year. Uh, got a new kidding. album coming out this year too. Oh. Holy shit! It's Dude's a, a busy year guy. Year of Rob Zombie. Yeah, he's a busy um, dude. He shot three from hell in like three months. I swear to God, or, not, or no, not three months, like a month. Wow. Um, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, that's that's what you gotta do when you have no money, like no studio backing you, though. Yeah, I suppose. Um. And the other thing is, uh, speaking of Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg and uh, Nick Frost are in a horror movie that I think is coming out. What? Uh, called Slaughterhouse Rules. I oh, know, I remember hearing about I don't that know now. Much about it? I know Why it. Does alre- that sound so familiar? I know it already debuted in London, oh. but it's supposed to be out sometime. <laughs> God damn! Sometime this year. Woo! Um, there was something else I wanted to mention, but I can't think of it. Oh, uh. If you get your copy of the Halloween Blu-ray, tell me what you think about the lack of bonus features because I was kind of disappointed. And I mean, there's a there's a few featurettes, but they're like three minutes long each. Oh, and there's no audio commentary. Like I w- I would love to listen to a full commentary on that movie, but That's annoying. Well, whatever. Uh, and give me your thoughts on the deleted scenes. Once again, we're going to plug that email, monsters.midnight, spelt incorrectly, at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. If you have an so idea excited. or would like to make an appearance, I'm open. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Monsters at Midnight for January. Jolyn, thank you very much. My absolute pleasure. Graham. Real good time. <laughs> just round. I'm your round. host, the skeleton with the, the most. <laughs> and once again, we return to our coffins as the sun sinks below the horizon. Or no, we we, t- we return when the sun comes up. We leave when the sun comes down. We're sucking blood. We're sucking dick. We're taking names. <laughs> Have a groovy evening. <laughs> Hi, Fashion Hotline. Hi, this Easter, I'm on the hunt. For eggs? For new styles my family can wear to brunch. Get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, right now, get a huge 50% off your entire purchase in-store. Everything you need, like dresses, polos, and shorts, is 50% off. 50% off? You must be hiding something. Dresses start at just $12 for women, $10 for girls. But Easter's just three days away. Then hop to it. It's in-stores only. Don't tell the Easter bunny. Hurry in for 50% off your entire purchase in-stores only. Now at Old Navy. Valid 14 to 420. In-stores only. Excludes in-store clearance. Gift cards. Register lane items. Jewelry today only and two-day only deals. Hi, Fashion Hotline. Hi, this Easter, I'm on the hunt. For eggs? For new styles my family can wear to brunch. Get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, right now, get a huge 50% off your entire purchase in-store. Everything you need, like dresses, polos, and shorts, is 50% off. 50% off? You must be hiding something. Dresses start at just $12 for women, $10 for girls. But Easter's just three days away. Then hop to it. It's in-stores only. Don't tell the Easter bunny. Hurry in for 50% off your entire purchase in-stores only. Now at Old Navy. Valid 14 to 420. In-stores only. Excludes in-store clearance. Gift cards. Register lane items. Jewelry today only and two-day only deals.